In the sky above the Fort Myers yacht basin, tattered sails flap in the wind. Birds have perched themselves in barren trees. Weathered by the storm, many are missing tail feathers and a nest to go back to. Down below, the marina's residents are picking up the scattered pieces of their own homes. I'm going to guess over a thousand boats that are destroyed up and all up and down this river. Every marina's been destroyed. That's Bill Westbury. His boat miraculously survived the storm with only a few deep scratches on the hull. He says he got lucky. Yeah, we had people jumping off boats when they were cracking up, swimming over here. I saw one guy over there in a sailboat and his boat was tied too tight and he swam out there and gone about three o'clock in the afternoon. And we thought he was a goner, but he apparently was okay. Around the marina, people are drying their valuables and sawing through splintered deck boards. Amber Bramley is ripping up her floorboards and looking for anything that survived the hurricane. This is, uh, this is it, just the, the, the wet, mucky clean-out. I'm gonna go get my dishes. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got dishes on the floor that amazingly did not break. When the storm hit, Bramley and her partner MJ had to jump ship and dash to the apartments across the street, where most of their neighbors were sheltered. She says it wasn't until the last hour of the storm that she watched her boat finally sink to the bottom of the marina. I was going to try to stay. And about the fourth band, I realized that I was putting my life and my partner's life in danger if we did that. Once the storm passed, friends and neighbors at the marina rushed to help Bramley pump the water out of her submerged home, saving the vessel. People just stopped what they were doing. and Everybody was over here trying to help me raise my boat from the dead. And here she is. I'm going to, when we're done and I get her fixed back up, I'm going to rename her and I'm going to rename her after everyone here in the marina. Like Westbury, Bramley also witnessed some close calls on the marina docks. We had some friends the night of the storm, they rode, their boat broke free and they were still on it. They were trying to ride out the whole storm on it. Their boat broke free, went down the river and they piled up against the bridge and they had to climb to the top of their boat and then climb this bridge to safety. One of those friends whose narrow escape Bramley watched is Danny Ross. Ross has been through a lot in his life. I've had a few things happen. I got hit by a car and dragged and punctured lungs, so I shouldn't have survived that. I got hit by lightning with a hammer in my hand. And then, you know, I'm sure there's a couple other things. But he says riding out a Category 4 hurricane on a boat might be his closest brush with death yet. Ross has lived at the marina on his 32-foot motorboat since he lost his last one during Hurricane Irma in 2017. He was warned by his family to get to dry land before the storm hit. Instead, he found a bigger boat, belonging to an older couple, Tony and Ruth, to stay on. I picked the biggest, strongest one, which was the 48-foot um, Silverson here. Um, beautiful boat, $50,000 yacht. But when the storm hit, the Caloosahatchee River rose and trapped the boat underneath a bridge. There was a symphony of eerie sounds under here, of course, echoing under the bridge. But all these sailboats were popping up and down, and their, um, their masts were rubbing against the concrete up top here. So it was making the eeriest sound, but then there was lots of them, so it was an orchestra. Still, the 60-year-old couple who owned the sailboat refused to jump ship. We were not going to leave the boat. Tony went down in the bedroom, and where the crack is in the side says, there's no more bathroom, it's gone, there's water coming in, and the high water alarm's going off. So when we hit the bridge, I wanted to see if there was a way out. 
Ross climbed the side of the bridge and pulled the couple up to safety. From there, they fled across the street to join their neighbors sheltering at the apartment building. Looking down on the marina, Ross watched his own boat break away from its anchor and wash down the river out of view. It got beat to death. The top flybridge came off and then um, I got tired of looking at it, but when I, I, I couldn't help it. But when I did double take, it was gone. And I'm like, did it sink or did it break? And is it someone's yard in Cape Coral? But Ross's last memory of his boat is a good one. I don't think I've ever had it as clean as the day before the storm, man. I just, everything was so spick and span, like mother-in-law's gonna come over for a visit. Ross has nowhere in town to go and is living under the bridge on the wreckage of the boat he narrowly escaped from. He sleeps at the bow, away from the stern's splintered beams and broken glass. Jack Prater, WUFT News.